0: The 9-5 This is Band for Ringside Tonight on the Band for Ringside podcast We have your Wrestle Kingdom recap AEW's big press conference Hulk Hogan's return to the WWE That and a whole bunch more Tonight on the Band for Ringside podcast <laughs> Ditch that nine to five. It's time to feel alive. Hello, marks, So welcome to the Band from Ringside Podcast. As always, I'm your host Bill Veggie aka Ku Klux Hands, and to my and to my right, as always, oh, yes. we that have Two Beer, eyes.
1: Zach Bowman. What's going on, Two Beer? Oh man, I got peanut sauce all over my pants in Patagonia. It's bad. <laughs> I, uh, note to you guys: don't ever try to eat a fucking burrito in your car, even if you think you can do it. You never can.
0: And to his right, as always, we have Jason
2: Cornelius Bell. What's going on JCP. Allow us to pull down the latest volume of the band from Ringside Podcast. Volume 80, Chapter 3, Verse 14 and the Good Smart Saints. Hashtag Boo the Heels. It's all good, baby. Shout out to my girl, Becky Balboa. What's up? Sorry, babe. I know I'm getting ready to be in trouble later on, but that's all good. (laughs) Uh, Major wrestling. A lot to talk about. Let's keep it moving. And to his right, we have Murray the Murray Man. Murray, what's
3: going on, Murray Man? I'm doing great. I'm still high from uh, Sunday's Glory Pro Show. From, From from excitement, and, 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 you know, we were not From the excitement
0: yet. of the Glory Pro it was Show. Awesome. I'm sorry that I missed it. I was a little under the weather, but how did it go overall? It was
3: it was a great great show. I mean, we were there to sponsor the show, but I think we would have gone anyways. With, um, and it was it was awesome, man. They had a stacked card. the The headline match with Kurt Stallion and um, Bandino was insane yeah
0: kurt stallion's a real talent he is i have not seen bandito
3: friend of the show pocket gonzalez and
2: uh
1: a kinks they had a really good match too that whole card
3: was pretty damn good dude it was was a tlc
1: match uh it was a good time it was a good sunday uh kld
3: took a pounding in that match
1: (laughs) they're also tweeting and uh teasing some new talent in uh march and it looked like uh it's not official at least i didn't see it on twitter but uh Based on the teas, it looked like we might be getting Pentagon. Yeah, it's again. God damn, we've oh, we've oh, had yeah. them. All. They they had
3: them at uh, one of, one of my first Glory Pro shows. He was he was there a couple years ago,
1: um, but yeah, it was awesome. They're great at bringing talent to our to St. Louis.
0: We are coming at you from the exquisite Shock City Studios in beautiful, cold St. Louis, Missouri, and we have Sam the Muller Mall turning the knobs tonight. Uh, <laughs> Mr. So much house? stuff to get to uh, before we get too far into it. Uh, Band from Ringside and Glory Pro Wrestling, uh, speaking of, are presenting 83 weeks live uh, in St. Louis. Eric Bischoff and Conrad Thompson are bringing their hit podcast live to St. Louis Saturday, February twenty. 20- 23rd at Off-Broadway Music Venue at the Corner of Limp and Broadway, a venue that I know well. Uh, Eric will be telling stories that you can't hear on the air, everything ranging from his time as Executive Vice President of WCW and even as WWE General Manager Days. Also performing, opening the show will be Nathan Orton. Yes, that Orton. Uh, It's Randy's little brother who is a hilarious comedian. I've had the pleasure of being um, a judge at a Comedian's competition that he took part in. He was the funniest one there. Uh, awesome. He'll be opening the show with the comedy set Comedy set, they will be sure to have you in stitches. Uh, VIP tickets are available and will include a personal meet and greet with Eric and Conrad. Everybody knows who the, those guys are. That includes pictures and autographs, early entry and a seat in the first five rows. For tickets, go to offbroadwaystl.com slash events. Also, That day one-ish sponsor, Soul Taco, that Korean-Mexican fusion food that you didn't know that you need, but once you have it, you need it. They got uh, places in St. Louis, Missouri on the U-City Loop, two food trucks driving around town, Champaign, Illinois, Chicago. two places in Chicago, Illinois, Columbia, Missouri. Chesterfield, Missouri. Go get yourself some Soul Taco. They got tacos, burritos, quesadillas, kimchi fries, spicy pork, beef, chicken. Go get it, guys. (laughs) I'm telling you, nobody's ever lied on this show about how much they like Soul Taco. And you can follow them on all your major social media Platforms. Platforms. Thank you very much. Uh, nobody lies about it. Everybody loves it. Soul Taco, it's the place to go.
1: Tone the Bing man from Ringside you. It's, it's a hip vibe in there. Just eat inside and don't eat it in your car.
0: Yeah. Just, <laughs> do not eat the burrito in your car. Absolutely. And that'll bring us to our three counts. JCB, what you got?
2: We're going to jump back to Friday morning. Sleep the Pride, JCB and crew watching the go, Wrestle Kingdom 13 straight from the Tokyo Dome. We'll start at the top. Obviously, I'm sure everybody in the room knows, so there's no spoilers coming out. So we'll just start at the top, work our way down. All the title holders lost in uh, surprise, some surprising fashion, others not so much, depending on who it is. Uh, obviously, that being said, Tanahashi beat Kenny Omega, in my opinion, the best match of the night. Naito Agreed. beat uh, Jericho. Jay White, I thought, was the biggest surprise of the bunch because that means they basically had to put him over one of the major big four wrestlers in New Japan. He goes over Okada...
0: As JCB would say, C L E A N. Clean. Clean as yeah. a
2: whistle. Um, oh, Kushida lost to Ishimori, which I thought was going to happen. Should have cool happened. Match. Good match. Uh Juice Cody was okay. Mm. Uh, apparently, Cody has a meniscus going on, so I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. But yeah, obviously, he's going in for surgery. Uh, he had to drop. He also might have
0: had some other things, things on his going mind.
2: on. Yeah, you know, a couple <laughs> other things that we might have to talk that about. That we'll
0: get to in our two count.
2: Um, Evil and Sonata won the triple threat match with. Uh, GOD and the Bucks. Uh Ishi loses to Zack Sabre Jr, which was a little bit of a surprise. I thought that I know I said that But we Zack all called Sabre it. Jr was going to win, but <laughs> it wouldn't have been surprise if Ishii won that match. Uh you had Will Ospreay uh basically taking out Kota Ibushi with the one of the n- nastiest vicious elbows I've ever seen in and my life. And we all had
0: that one wrong.
2: Yeah, so shocker, I did. So what was your
0: favorite you said the your favorite match of the night was Tanahashi versus Omega.
2: Tell us why. Because it, it stuck to the script of Tanahashi being the old school guard versus Kenny Omega being more of this modern day hybrid strong style meets um, the flash, the promotion of the Bucks. So you have more of what the Twitter universe is, the tw- wrestling Twitter 2019 versus the new Japan old guard and Tanahashi, where you had that kind of collective meeting each other and trying to settle their differences. To me, the biggest spot was when the table was set up and you had Kenny Omega on the table and then you had Tanahashi going to the top. Hey, and they he's always, first. well, you know, part of the biggest first. thing that going into it was, um, Tanahashi didn't agree with how Kenny Omega uses the tables, the big spots, stuff like that. It should be just... And the announcers
0: told a great story by reiterating that because I was not aware of that as a semi-casual, I mean casual to more than casual viewer. I did not know that that was Tanahashi's thing. Uh, The the announcers... Told a great story.
2: And and that was, you know, that led up to this spot where I'm like, I'm looking at this, I'm like, no, he's not getting ready. We've had this whole discussion about how we're not going to do this. And the next thing you know, high fly flow smacks through the table, vicious spot. That to me just encapitalized the whole match into itself. I kind of thought, I I shouldn't even say I kind of thought, I was hoping that. Omega would hold on to the title and then drop it later on this month. But obviously, once again, we'll talk about that later. Like I said, to me, the biggest surprise is that all the champions lost. I can't think of any promotion, any card where you had six, seven, eight matches. Let's say you got three title holders, all the title holders lost. In this case, we got like over five or six and they all lost. Is seven, seven
0: title changes. As the only
1: man in the room that had Tanahashi going over, what did you think about that match? Uh, Great story. It was the exact story, just like Jason said. Uh, He's had such an amazing year uh, coming back from being hurt, cleaning house and beating everybody except uh, Jay White uh, in the G1. Uh, It was fantastic. It was interesting. You know, got up to watch it, skipped the pre-show so I could get a little bit of extra hour of sleep. Jumped in, uh, (laughs) had my two liter of Mountain Dew uh, sitting there because I'm not drinking this month. And you were in Illinois. And I was in Illinois, yeah. And uh, so hanging out on Twitter with these guys, (laughs) it was fantastic. The front of the card, uh, the undercard all felt, Rushed, and that was kind of the story of the night. They kept the, the whole thing to four hours. I was
0: going to say the the final match was at least twice as long as any other match on the card. Yeah, they at gave, least twice as long. They
1: gave all the time. It was you the think longest was main by event. Design? It was the yeah, I think so because it, it like it was the longest main event I think in Tokyo Dome history, at least Wrestle Kingdom history. The the only,
2: yeah, think that's what they say. The,
0: the only soundtrack. one even close to the time was Okada White. Okada White was around twenty two minutes. and Megan Tanahashi was I think forty eight. Yeah, so. Um, I, 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 think, I I mean, those are approximate numbers. No, sure. no,
2: no. I was going to say it, that probably sounds about right. All, all I can say to this is, it's. It wasn't like you could add five or ten minutes and and make this a better. Card a better match. The matches were all still solid matches. Yeah. To, if you wanted to have more of a quote unquote complete uh, uh, story, then yeah,
1: I can you know see what? where your
0: beef is. I'm but- sorry. Y two J naido was probably around thirty minutes.
1: It was longer than Okada White. Yes, but, uh, sorry, sorry. I think Okada White was less than twenty minutes. But um but yeah, I think a few of the matches, uh I don't necessarily say suffered, but they would have been pretty epic. Had they gone longer because there was not a dud on the card? Like what? What? What's
0: the one match that you wish would have had more time?
2: Ibushi will Osprey. I'd say Ibushi will
1: Osprey, yep. and you'd toss that up with uh, Saber and Ishii. I yeah. think.
0: It, I think if they would have given Ibushi will Osprey some more time, I'm not sure if they if uh, Ibushi would have made it because he got potatoed. No, I, pretty I agree hard. With that. And and actually, it
1: wasn't even the the elbow. Um, that was all a work. They planned the stretcher spot. He did get kicked in the corner earlier in the match, and he was a little When concussed. he was in the tree of woe? Yeah, and he got kicked in the face. Yeah, so that, like, they had the bloody nose coming Everybody was that. freaking out about I'll that elbow what, and acting like Osprey was unsafe, and they, that, he worked it on Twitter. It was fucking great. That I mean, that
0: there's a long line of Ibushi matches that I've watched, though, probably the last four, where I'm always like, man, this guy works so fucking hard. I mean, the Ibushi-Ishii match... Oh God! And G1 is probably the Stiffest match I've ever seen on a major Card. I told you I don't even know if I want to watch it Ever again. Um, (laughs) But it was great uh, uh, One match that I want to Give a little bit of credence to. Okada versus White was fucking great. Y2J versus Naida was was great And there's lots to be said about uh, Where Y2J's uh, (laughs) All-time All-time standing keeps uh, Climbing up the ladder maybe and that'll Come a little bit later in the show as we talk about AEW uh, the match that stood out to me, besides the main the main event, was the match of the night. Y2J with Naito. It seems like Y2J and Naito have a very good head for going into a show and giving the crowd something different than they've been seeing for the rest of the match or for the rest of the card. Uh, Ishii versus Zack Sabre Jr. was uh, st- stood out to me because those are two guys that fight very different styles. Oh, yeah. And decide, and were able to put together a match that melded those two styles, where neither guy gave up too much in terms of. Neither guy got out of their own pocket very much but they they were able to meld those two styles together and I love that match. That match could have gone another 10 minutes for me.
2: It's like when we were talking about Jonathan Gresham versus Zach Saber Jr. you had two guys that had the technical style so it kind of it kind of felt a little boring and I can understand why people would think that. Now you got like two opposite styles where you got Ishii that is smash mouth versus Zach Saber Jr. who's or you'll be the best technical wrestler in the world.
0: And both those guys are so good at selling the match. They can work with anybody. They're so good at selling the match within the match. Like, Ishii, like, was selling on his face. I'm annoyed by this guy. Keep trying to put me in submission. Let's just let's stand up and punch each other in the face. And Zack Sabre Jr., who's such a great cocky <laughs> heel. He's such a great cocky <laughs> heel. And they kept, like, he kept... Just shoving his head shoving his foot on the Ishii's head when Ishii was sitting down. Ishii was just kind of staring at him like the way I look at my puppy when my puppy's like, hey, come on, let's play. And I'm like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> and uh, that was the match that stood out to me. Uh, overall, it might not have been the best Wrestle Kingdom. I've watched the last three. Uh, it was certainly a great Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah,
2: it's it's going to be hard to if I had to give it a letter, I would say it's a solid B. I mean, it's it's hard for me to. I would give, at I would this give it. Boy.
0: I would give it higher than that. I would say hanging over it because you knew that the AEW stuff was coming down. A couple of the matches finishes were
2: uh, predictable. Let's just call it for what it is. Yeah, predictable. Yeah,
0: I'd say it was an A show. I would say it was an A show. Yeah, I I had Cody.
2: That's Believe the only reason Jesus I'm knocking heart. it, because it it was predictable in sure. spots. And that, that's the only thing. The in-ring action, there was nothing wrong with that. It, it's just it, the booking had to be done for a certain way. Just quick side note before we move on. I read somewhere that Gato books two years in advance.
1: Yep. Two years? Two years in paper notebooks so that nobody can like can access them, like... That shit's also, crazy so, to me. Also, yeah. so
0: nobody can call them a liar because, hey, they're in paper notebooks. Like, how would you know?
1: <laughs> <laughs> and without, it's working. Look at yeah, where new right. Japan's it's,
0: come in the last two
1: years. For you sure, know. for sure. Two count? All right, Zach, what you got? Two count, uh, unless you've been living under a rock or you don't have any social media or... Um, I don't know what to say if you don't know. This is probably the biggest news of the week.
2: Maybe. What if you just don't give a shit about AEW? Maybe you just hate on it.
0: Or maybe just turn tune in the band from Ringside to get your wrestling
1: news. Yeah, maybe. Wait a week. I'll give you give give you a benefit of the doubt. Uh, So anyway, we had the All Elite Wrestling rally Tuesday afternoon. Uh, Came at a good time, right as I was getting off work. I was able to pull it up on YouTube and watch it live. Uh, Some notes. um, Is there McDonald's in this room?
3: Something smells delicious. You've been smelling the, fast food since you got out of the car. I think it's I a
1: peanut sauce on my crotch. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, I dare you to smell it.
2: But, uh, yeah, just see, see what it's so like. it begins.
1: We had uh, Conrad Thompson uh, hosting and uh, calling out talent. Uh, at first, it didn't seem like it was going to be much new stuff. It seemed like it was just going to be a rally for the All In show, maybe an announcement of All In 2. Uh, but we got some good stuff. Uh, we had Cody come out and say that... Wins and losses are going to matter a bunch hmm. uh, more than they ever have. Hmm. JCB's all about that. I'm all about that myself. Hmm. Uh, so am
2: I.
0: Talent. <laughs>
1: look, everybody's all, I thought that everybody think, was all about that. I no, clearly
2: yeah, I, the, the guy that's been hammering that home in the room, but that's another story. Please continue.
1: Uh <laughs> Talent is going to be paid, and they're going to be paid well. Um, and then we had uh, the Bucks come out, and Matt Jackson announced a partnership with OWE, which is huge. Uh, he described these guys as a Chinese wrestling company as a mix of Cirque du Soleil, Kung Fu, and Lucha Libre. Did you watch any YouTube stuff of those guys? Uh, just a little bit. Bits and, and pieces. It's fucking baller. Yeah, yeah. It,
2: he makes a good point. I haven't seen like, like it's a
0: card new, or anything. It's the new but...
1: frontier for us Westerners. It yeah. looks pretty bad, badass. Absolutely. And you know that that's it's Got to burn Vince McMahon's ass if he's trying to get into a, a billion person market. Exactly. You,
2: but I was say, you saw how that he t- you took your put, boy off that of, of uh, the put, opening
1: clip. He put, yeah, he took took Jericho off the opening clip. Oh. He, he put the belt on Jinder Mahal for six months trying to get into India. What the fuck would he do trying to get into China? So, uh, anyway, I'm going to run down the the rest of the card or, of. What they said, Brandy Rhodes came out and said they're going to have a women's division, which we knew because they they signed Brick Baker. But she also said that women's pay is going to be equal to the men's pay in the sense that entry level and mid-card and top talent are all going to be paid uh, the same. Then we had MJF come out, which was cool. That was a new announcement. Uh Uh, Maxwell Jacob Friedman, if you know him from MLW, AAW, uh, if you saw him up at StarCast, great young heel. He sat next to us at StarCast, and I had no idea who he was. I didn't know him then either. I knew
0: he
2: was, and he was a dick, did not come out of character at all. He was
0: healing
1: it up the entire time.
0: I don't know if that was a character. He was just sitting next to me, nobody was around, and he was like, don't don't get any of your food on me and I was like what I was like do you think I'm eating over here like the Tasmanian devil I was like do you think the food just spits out of my mouth and goes
1: four feet away dude it was funny he sat there for 10 15 minutes waiting for Christopher Daniels to pick him up yeah I, thought I was, he was like you dick. want to cut some pot he's like what 30 seconds worth I'm like all right whatever dude yeah <laughs>
3: it's like, he was that the exact same way when he wrestled at glory Pro earlier in the year it was like he does not break. No. So I, it, it's either he's just, it's that either way, he doesn't break or he's just, a or he's just that's a what dick. I said. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: I'll, I'll go with the latter. He's just, tell <laughs> so guy, tell Oh yeah. With it.
1: Great sign for them. He's a young guy. He's going to be top heel in that, in, in their promotion. For sure. Uh, Joey Janela comes out with Penelope Ford, which is another surprise. I mean, not a big surprise, but another surprise he's uh, a hits, hits yeah. Janela with a fucking crutch or hits MJF with a crutch. Uh, so once he's back from being hurt, uh, You know, they'll be wrestling. Penelope Ford uh, is talented. She's attractive. She'll do well. Um, Then we had Adam Page come out and say he wants to be the first champion. The guy that has a problem with that is motherfucking Pac. Neville Ooh, from that's, WWE that's days. All caps PAC. PAC comes out with his Dragon Gate Championship. Gets in. In his ring gear. Yeah, in his ring gear. I'll fucking get you some. Wet, oily <laughs> like, yeah. hair. And, uh, yeah, so obviously we're going to have Paige versus Pac sometime in the future, probably at Double or Nothing. Uh, they announced Double or Nothing. It's going to be at the MGM Grand Memorial Day weekend on 525. There's going to be another StarCast. And then also there's going to be another AEW show in Jacksonville, Florida. After that, um, sometime in the late summer early fall and the proceeds are going to go towards uh, victims of gun violence and i thought that was the show so i got on friends of bfr and i posted all this shit and uh, ah, 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 yeah, ah. uh Connor, Holt, Connor <laughs> Holt says oh and uh, jericho signed so at the very end chris jericho comes out which is obviously the biggest deal uh biggest surprise so what do you guys think about uh, think about that murray what do you think
3: I, thought it was, I don't know, it, this is kind of irrelevant, but when Jericho came out, I thought it was hilarious because they were all going nuts. And then he went behind the podium and was getting ready to talk, and they got quiet for a second, so he was like, come on, and they didn't really do it. Or it was before he went there, and then they started cheering again, and he would start walking towards the thing, and they got quiet, and he would go out and have to go like this again. It was really kind of a strange thing. It was not thing, a very but,
0: big crowd.
3: No, but it was awesome, though. Yeah. yeah it, no, no it, was, it was cool. Like it, I just thought that part was funny.
0: It would almost make me a little bit more... Um, reticent to put to put stock in aew if it had been a like a huge oh for sure deal like because then you're expecting too much i thought that the way that looked I, they did a couple wide shots and it's like ah don't do a wide yeah, yeah, shot yeah, yeah. there guys it was like like, a couple hundred people, I yeah, also couple wondered hundred what, people.
3: Uh, what wwe thought that they were like right down the street from them
0: <laughs> i thought i thought that the best thing that they did and this is what gives me a lot of... Uh, first of all, the biggest disappointment was that they didn't announce a TV deal, but uh, from everything that we hear that's in the near They're future... They're not going to drop
3: everything at once.
0: And they probably don't have it solidified yet. Yeah. So whether or not it's TBS or TNT, th- those that would be the biggest deal possible for realistically would be TBS or TNT, and that would be great if they were able to do Being the Elite or Tuesday Night Dynamite or whatever on one of those channels. CBS, no. I, thought the, I, thought the, I thought the best thing that they did was instead of immediately inserting Jericho into a title picture or something like that, is that they made the title picture. It looks like the first... Uh, if If this press conference is any indication, the first few that they're going to have for the championship are two young guys two guys that ha- that have that have potential to become real stars Hangman Page versus PAC aka Neville and I think that that's looking ahead you know WCW TNA, they both um, they both made their bones on grabbing old guys that were big stars and let's bring them in. And that was a different time. That was coming off the heels of the early nineties and coming off the heels, heels of the Attitude Era and stuff like that. But AEW, from what I can tell, is making the smart play as having Hangman Page versus Pac as their first title feud, and I think. That's really smart, Jason.
2: Well, I mean, it's it's kind of philosophies in how you build an organization. Kind of like you said, you can go one way and you can go a bunch of established stars sprinkling in some, uh, I won't say no name, but indie guys. Or you can go the opposite way, go a bunch of indie guys, sprinkle in your Chris Jerichos and, and go that way. Um, Hangman Page, like I've said, and I've said it before, I think he's going to be a world champion at some point. I don't know if it's going to be at a, at aew but that's a good start um i want i want to see the rest of this roster who completes this roster the way it's kind of feeling it doesn't seem like we'll be doing any type of shows until the back half of 2019 which is not a problem i don't think you necessarily need to announce a tv deal but i think with chris jericho basically saying that he wouldn't have came over if there wasn't a tv deal i think there's a you know a the connect the dots game to it. So it's all kind of there. You just we're just gonna have to be patient and let this thing unfold. I think the biggest things to kind of look forward to the next few months is what's the buildup for double or nothing. Because at that point you you know you're gonna have a title match with Page versus Pac, but then you're gonna have to fill in a That's rest exci- of this card. So you at some point you're gonna add some more talent that's fine then you you will have a bigger a better idea what the roster looks like the second thing and i think that what's the most important thing is is i don't think that you necessarily need to do a live show if you're aew look at uh w uh nxt one of the best shows out there and it's a tape show you can get the spoilers if you want to if not you can avoid the spoilers but ultimately most of the time you can avoid the spoilers if you want to some people want to know other people (laughs) other people like myself don't want to know but Tony Storm. Oh, yeah, right. Um, ultimately, this boils down to doing the product the right way. If you do it the right way, you have good production. You have this TV deal. Like like I said, it's probably coming up here sooner versus later. Everything else will start to take care of itself. Get the good talent. Book it right. It shouldn't be a problem.
0: Um, I, I agree. It should not be a problem. Why I think that the TV deal is so important is because then – I can start to think about. I'm just talking personally as a wrestling fan. I can start to think about like, hey man, I can set this on my DVR. Like this is something that I can watch. Like, and I I want them to start grabbing. I want them to start poaching star. Like, like I said to you earlier, I think that who this hurts the most is ROH. I think this is going to decimate ROH our, our as a as a promotion. It's it's going to suck for them because AEW is going to go out there and they're going to get a lot of guys and they're going to um, start filling this out. There's so many talented wrestlers out there though that AE, that we are hurting for another weekly show that's going to be on a major network. That's eas- I know a lot of people go out there and they they watch YouTube and. I'm a dinosaur. I don't automatically go to YouTube and start watching Being the Elite. And maybe that's why I'm the dinosaur that still watches Raw and SmackDown every week, just because I know it's on my DVR, and I know I can sit down with my noodles or my soup, and I can just start watching those shows on Monday or Tuesday. But if Tuesday Night Dynamite is on TBS on Tuesday nights, then I can DVR it, and I can watch it every single week, and that's what excites me. Well,
2: you know it's going to happen because, I mean— SmackDown's going to move cer- to Friday.
0: It certainly seems like it's going to happen. And so that, I
2: mean, it makes sense.
0: That is exciting. Um, that'll bring us to our three count. <laughs> There's so much stuff to get right, to. Get uh, moving, so the three count. It's funny that you use that word. The three <laughs> count is. Uh, <laughs> nice the three count is. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Hulk Hogan made his return to WWE television this week. Um, and he made his return for the Mean Gene uh, Memorial promo segment, whatever you want to say, at eight o'clock on Raw this week. And all I all I want to say is about all I want to say about this is it's possible to have two. Two thoughts in your head at at both times. Two uh, thoughts that might kind of grind against each other at the same time. Uh, The first one being that Hulk Hogan was the right person to come out on Monday Night Raw and deliver the, the Mean Gene tribute. Because they are so intertwined. Hulk Hogan has given Mean Gene credit for creating Hulkamania or being very instrumental in Hulkamania. The other one being that this was a cheap ploy by WWE to try to put Hulk Hogan back on television after his transgressions. And transgressions is a nice way of a video coming out of him saying the N-word several times and saying that he doesn't want his daughter dating one of those N-words. Both those things can be true. The one that wins out in my head ultimately is that they shouldn't have brought him back. I think that a 10-minute long Mean Gene tribute probably would have done just as good. I don't doubt that Hulk Hogan felt everything that he said in that segment. Oh, yeah, I, agree. I don't doubt that um, in a vacuum, he's the best guy to deliver that message. And I don't think that Hulk Hogan's transgressions should... And I don't, I don't think they do. I don't think they negate Gene Mean's uh, contributions to the industry. Did
3: you just look at me because I said negate? No, because you said Gene Mean, like Jericho. Did like I really Je- say Gene Mean? Yeah, yeah. like Jericho. Called it Jericho. That, um, yeah, that's what I was laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a,
2: I'm a Jericho
0: fan. Okay. Uh, what, what do you think, JCB? <laughs> I,
2: I mean, and, uh, without just taking the the usual. <laughs> I, thought I said in the gates. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it was the cheap boy you. to to get out to get Hulk Hogan back into our good graces. You used G- Gene Okerlund's death, and I and I said it last week. I don't think Mean Gene without seeing Hulk Hogan starting the promo with you. Let me tell you something, Mean Gene. And then and I get it. Okay. It's nostalgia. You know, everybody's still a little upset because of Mean Gene past. But th- I'm sorry. I, I'm petty when it comes to shit like this. And I will be petty until the day you bury me six feet I'm under. Not sure, I'm not sure I, that's petty, though. I cannot look past the fact that you use this dude... To represent your company after what he said, let me white explain this. Let me white
0: explain this to you. <laughs> that's, that's not that's not petty.
2: Well, I, well, I mean, for me, it, it, maybe it's it feels petty. I guess better choice worse. I just can't look past it. I get it, the connection is there, but then when he comes out and the crowd is kind of like, uh, what should we do? What should we do? You know, don't, don't put the crowd in that position. Just do a video clip. Just be done with it. Do all Gene Oakland's greatest
3: hits. We've done this before. They could have even had Hogan do a, a, a short clip on a video saying right. he, you know uh, he's synonymous do it for, to it. Do it via video. If you wanted to yeah. have Hulk Hogan to part Actually, of it, you know, do it
2: like that. Keep it all video. Producer Murray. There you go. Let That's this guy produce to. the territory. <laughs> do it like that, and that way you get both things encompassing all at once. Do you have to have Hulk, in the, Hulk Hogan there? Yeah, probably. Did you need him live? No. Definitely
1: not. Actually, no. You actually that's did. That's exactly right. You you did need him live if you wanted to fucking hawk t-shirts, which is exactly what they were yeah, doing that, right. now, yeah. that night. It was what twenty percent off all fucking Hulkamania of merchandise,
3: which sucks because that means he has to have shirts on sale for people to give a shit about buying nostalgic shirts. Like yeah. that. that that's there's not people important. that give a shit though. Oh, I know. I but, mean, yeah. there, there's still oh, yeah. people. There not was a guy that was
2: just tried to defend. He was like, "Well, oh, oh wait, well, he said it in pr- in private, so it shouldn't be a big deal." What yeah, the fuck? you mean, it it be a there, was, there
0: was one guy in the crowd where hulk stopped his promo he's like what you say brother he's like you're in my t-shirt what you say and i like i had a really funny image in my head where they pan over and he's like holding a burning
1: cross and he's like you tell him hogan <laughs> <laughs> the thing is is like the people that that like fucking and like you guys said it's both things uh it it absolutely is it it rubbed me the wrong way and there's people that are ready to forgive or they don't care that he said the fucking N word and they're just happy to fucking have him back. And I just don't, I think WWE is very tone deaf and they want to act like a, like a progressive, uh, company, but they are the exact opposite of that. And, um, they consistently set the wrong example, uh, consistently. I mean, we had the crown jewel thing where fucking Hogan was at also. Yeah. And now we have Hogan on Raw, and they need to do a lot of fucking Connors cure shit. To fucking make up for all the bullshit they do, they need to do oh, way please. more than they do now. No,
2: that, that, that's that's just all a, optics, yeah, also. That's just a, a tip of the iceberg. I'm just saying, it, WWE has a,
0: That's what Zach was saying, though. I mean, WWE they got, they has got, a, great, You're going to have to do. A, Counter's Cure times 10,000 yeah. to get over the,
1: the badge that, that you guys have done. Yeah, now you know, you got to save a black kid with cancer.
2: <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, they came against Sasha Banks that'll over. Do, that'll do for a three <laughs> count. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, tell us oh. about f b Eatery. Oh, as my stomach <laughs> settles in. <laughs> that was great. Nice. Oh, f b Eatery on 3453 South Hampton. I, I can't believe I got to follow-up behind that. I was <laughs> there, this afternoon, obviously, if you follow me on Facebook, uh, I posted you get? it on Facebook. It was called the Colombian uh, two beef patties, garlic aioli, pineapple. Yes, I said pineapple with potato chips and fries on the side. It sounds a little crazy, but the pineapple gave it the sweetness. The garlic aioli was in your nice little mayonnaise, and then the potato chips was the crunch. Good to go. Mm-hmm. Fries on the side, potato chips on it. It's I actually put it, yeah, I did Look, I like meat from burgers. I mean, what the fuck? This was news to me. I just don't—you don't see pineapple on burgers. You see it on pizza. So for me, as a quote-unquote foodie, this kind of played with my senses because you had the sweetness of the pineapple, the crunchiness of the potato chips, and then the garlic aioli acting essentially as the mayonnaise. Mm. So anyway, that was your feature of the day. They just changed their uh, hours of operation back over from, um, what is it, Wednesday through Friday, uh, 11 to 8. Then Saturdays and Sundays from 8 to 2 closed on Mondays and Tuesdays. So, in closing, go check them out. F&B Eatery, 3453, part of our Southampton Mafia. Tell them JCB sent you.
0: This is Bam from Tableside.
2: This is Bam from Tableside. <laughs>
0: Okay, we got some odds and ends going on here. Uh, one of the odds and ends, and you guys might have missed it, but it was the TNA Homecoming pay-per-view that um, featured one of the best tag team matches that I've ever seen in my entire life, which was LAX versus Lucha the brothers, Lucha Brothers, which is Phoenix and Pentagon Jr., Epic. who are actually brothers in real life, right? Yep. Aren't they? Uh, that match was insane. Uh, the X division match was also very good. Uh Rich Swan ended up winning. Disgraced WWE wrestler Rich Swann ended up winning it.
1: Um, any thoughts on that, Murray?
3: I haven't gotten to it yet, but I'm stoked. I'm I'm li- literally when I get home tonight, I'm probably gonna start watching.
1: Zach thoughts? Uh very well rounded pay per view, uh great opener, high flying action, uh great women's wrestling, uh great brawls. Uh, hardcore uh, uh,
0: the Eddie Edwards moose match was a brawl
1: oh man it was it was good and um fucking the abyss and um oh fuck what's his name uh, Eli e- Drake, yeah, Eli, Drake. Eli Drake. Those, I saw that table that was, spot. That looked crazy. There was some brutal shit on there. All together, it was better than almost every WWE pay per view of 2018. I can't, so don't fucking sleep on uh, it. Oh, come on, I can't, I can't. I enjoyed that whole pay per view. What's the last fucking WWE pay per view where you sat and you enjoyed every match except like one?
0: I can't. I can't do the abyss stuff. I, I hate Abyss. I hate. No, I, and, I hate but Abyss that's, matches. That just kind of well, is well, what it uh, is. I, I, mean, I hate Monsters Ball matches. Man I Kane? used to watch all the TNA pay per views. <laughs> I used to buy TNA pay per views back in two thousand eleven, two thousand twelve. You didn't Abyss, like Man Abyss came back uh, then. Abyss has been doing the exact same matches forever. He yeah. pours out the tax. He's got the. He's got what? What's her name? What's the big thing's name? Uh,
2: the, Lucille or something? No, Janice. Janice. I. I hate, I hate Giannis.
1: Abyss. I he's hate just Abyss.
3: A, he's just like a he's like a carbon copy mixture of Mankind and Kane. Yeah, that's exactly what, what it exactly
1: is. It's exactly
3: what he is until he takes the mask off and he's that weird, like, that normal being said, Joseph it's Park.
1: Cor- corporate yeah. I, Abyss. I,
3: yeah, I don't exactly. want
0: to dwell on the bad. I want to dwell on the good. Go ahead.
2: The good, obviously, the tag team match was good. Um, good. It was g- great. great. It's, it was great. Uh, it's early tag team match of the year. We need to remember next year
0: during the beefers when we're talking about best tag team match. Oh,
2: I, I wrote it down. Okay. <laughs> See, trust me. I already wrote this joke it it down because I don't it's want to fantastic. forget.
0: fantastic. Go out of your way to watch that match, um, guys. LAX versus the Lucha Brothers. It's Rose crazy. Rosemary coming
2: back I thought was good just on storyline purposes because now you're going to set up, you know, former best friends uh, Allie versus Rosemary against each other. You got Sue Young who's kind of in the, uh, the peripheral. Jordan Grace, I thought, did an amazing job on the on the card there's there's more good than bad um the only two bad things I'll even i even want to discuss is the botch at the end of the main event it yeah that, that was, was that bummer. was pretty
1: bad and I then i really like that whole match
2: it was okay it wasn't great and then i thought um the women's title match was a little overbooked where you kind of had gail kim being the special enforcer to try to keep everything In line, she ends up being a part of the match itself, strikes down Tessa Blanchard where uh, Tara Valkyrie gets the win. So I thought that was kind of, you know, overbooked. But overall, I mean, I didn't feel like my time was wasted. It was a good pay-per-view. Well, I'll say it was better than anything that WWE has put out in 2018. No, let's not go that far, but it was a good pay-per-view. It's a good start if I'm going to watch this for the start of 2019.
0: I'd say that Zach hates WWE more than you do, so like, <laughs> quit, like he's going he's gonna to see TNA and everything he sees, he's going to be like, well, that's better than WWE.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's
0: better with, than WWE. Let's reel
2: back in a little bit. So.
0: Um, Sasha Banks won the number one contenders match uh, against Nia Jax and now she is facing Ronda Rousey at Royal Rumble for the belt. Thoughts, Murray?
3: Uh, I mean, I'm interested to see where they're going to take it because obviously she was on fire when she first came up, and she was on fire for a while when she first came up. Yeah, and she's just kind of been floating around in in the Bailey land for a while, so I think I'm interested to see if they're going to take it somewhere decent. You know, They're trying something new by putting her up again. Um, Again, though, like I said on Twitter or wherever it was, watching Nia botch that what was supposed to be like a hurricane out, out of the ring. and really she mad. and Sasha almost got fucking hurt from she's it. gonna kill somebody like send her back to the fucking performance I'm sur- center I'm
0: surprised more people aren't talking about that do, because she too. almost killed it, Sasha
3: It makes me who infuriated. is money yeah so but I'm, I'm excited to see what they're gonna do with her because I'd like to see her kind of chop it up with some of the the, the lead girls right now
1: Zach yeah, I'm glad she's getting a push. I mean, she is one of the best female performers that they have. Unfortunately, the only reason they're doing it is because uh the program they want to work is they wanna push it to Mania. Um, with you know, Becky is Becky Charlotte and Rhonda is the is the at the top of the list for potential main events for WrestleMania, the triple threat. So really it's not that Sasha's getting it on her own merits. Uh it's just uh She's a filler, but it's good to see her in that position.
2: What do
0: you
1: think, Jason?
2: In the immortal words of Cal Norton Jr., Bingo! That's all this is. They just setting this girl up to be fed to Ronda Rousey. I don't care what nobody says. If you guys can't see that, then that's on you. It's great because we haven't seen Sasha in the in the title picture for a while, so that's the
3: excitement. That's why I'm skeptical about it because I want to see him be right. You should
2: be. let me get this straight. Sasha Banks is gonna go to uh, WrestleMania as the Raw no, Women's Champion. No, Fuck no. no. All this is is she's the next in line to get served up to Ronda Rousey. Now, how it finishes is the question. That's Does Charlotte get involved? Okay. Does Becky get involved? Do they yeah. both can, get involved? Can
0: they protect? Can they protect Sasha? Is, but they don't care
2: about Sasha. No, they don't no, care.
0: That's not necessarily true, Jason. Please. This is what we got into She's last week. She's never weeks. defended a, her four titles. Not Thank even, you. Not, not even a once.
2: one successful title defense.
0: This is what we got into last week, though. Like, And this is a fundamental difference that I think that you and I have. Because I think that Samoa Joe, being in a program with Brock Lesnar, despite losing, ultimately raises Samoa Joe's profile. So... If Sasha's going like everybody says, getting fed to Ronda Rousey. So if Sasha Banks goes in to Royal Rumble, and let's say they have a twelve minute match, and let's say that Sasha gets a uh, Sasha gets some rub, and then Sasha uh, maybe maybe there's a DQ finish, maybe there's a like a Schmazz finish, okay, and Sasha doesn't look terrible coming out. Isn't being isn't being in a ring with Ronda Rousey. For the next three or four weeks, cutting promos or doing whatever they have to do to build up to this match, isn't that ultimately better for Sasha Banks than never being in the program at all? Here's the problem. you're No, no. It, I, I, I want a yes or no.
3: No. But isn't okay. that the same that they're doing with Mustafa Ali?
0: Oh, to, oh. Apples and oranges. Don't make oranges. sense. Apples please and oranges. Apples and oranges. Don't start making sense. Apples and oranges. Please don't
3: make Please don't saying. start making apples sense. Apples and
2: oranges. I'm just saying. Talk to me when Mustafa Ali has won the WWE title oh, okay. four times I mean, and not defended it successfully there, there, there once is a and difference then come back there. to no, talk I'm, to I'm me. All about this it, is
3: apples and girl, oranges. Girl, why can't
2: fruit be compared? Hey, but there
3: could be pineapple on a hamburger.
2: There can't be pineapple on a hamburger, but it's different than an apple. That's Just because you put syrup on a pickle. Just because but still <laughs> it doesn't
0: make it the pancake now, goddamn. Uh, oh my god! Is all that a these but? food chains. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Like yeah. <laughs> I was trying I'm to get it out hungry, so quick. Mate. I know, right? <laughs> I, I, I'm of a fundamental difference with you that I think that her being in a ring, cutting promos with Rhonda, raises her profile, Sasha, might make her some mean. more money selling selling shirts and stuff. Like, if you're all about the art, that's one thing. But if these people are trying to get over, that's going to get Sasha over even more.
2: Sasha doesn't need to be getting over. Ronda Rousey needs to be getting over. I mean, I agree this with is that a bit. this is the problem. Ronda Rousey's, Ronda Rousey's not is Ronda Rousey's not a professional wrestler. She's, She's a, a champ. Damn She used to do MMA that now does professional wrestling. Sasha Banks, on the other hand, is a professional wrestler, has been doing this for quite some time. It should be that Ronda gets the rub from Sasha versus Sasha getting the rub from Ronda. To that point,
3: though, though, when Brock first started out, they were doing that with Brock. What do you mean, come on? They were not putting Brock
2: over every (laughs) time. If I started to do what Sam is doing... That means I, I should be getting the, I should be getting rub from Sam because Uh-oh. Sam is the producer. Okay, super you're t- producer. You're talking, about,
0: you're talking about apples and oranges, and now you're comparing you and Sam that's to Ronda I'm, and Sasha. That's, and that's you're all talking I'm saying. About and I'm talking Ooh. about someone
2: that has been doing something Brother, for quite that's some apples time. apples and spaceships.
0: Okay, Someone that Call
2: him Sam Sasha Banks, and I could be Ronda Rousey. Up, I shouldn't be anywhere in a position to be more popular, more potent, whatever word you want to use, than Sasha Banks is.
0: Okay. okay? okay,
2: That's the problem. All
0: right. Moving on. Please. Daniel Bryan is doing some great work on SmackDown, cutting some killer promos on SmackDown. I really That's liked how stuff. they did uh, that,
3: That how they sh- came into the lobby and everything. That was, was awesome. It
0: was different, yeah, and, and it was fun. that hot dog hard.
3: <laughs> did, was awesome. I felt bad with that, dude. But, I was like, man, what the fuck?
0: As the environmentalist hippie heel like Daniel Bryan is really doing some stellar work. It's so funny because I like agree it, with
1: everything he says and I still fucking I mean, that's I'm, I'm, the beauty of I'm relishing it. the healness of it. It's but, fucking but, perfect.
0: Uh, I I just I, it's so easy to gloss past Daniel Bryan just because we're used to him he's only been back for six months or something like that. I mean or he's only been eight, the new Daniel eight, Bryan eight, for eight two months. months. Right. right. and And we're already it's like we already know that. Oh, Daniel Bryan's so good, so we really don't have to talk about him. But we really should talk this change
3: about definitely his promos. His
0: promos are so good as a heel, mm-hmm. and he is doing such great work. And I am excited about the Daniel Bryan AJ Styles match. And if you would have told me that the wrestling community, the internet wrestling community, would be bored with the Daniel Bryan AJ Styles feud in. January of 2019 when January of 2018 AJ Styles was the champ and Daniel Bryan still hadn't fought in forever. I'd be calling you guys a liar, but nonetheless here we are.
3: I think it's kind of a hot take that you know how there's all this AJ Styles ding ding stuff going on? Like he keeps getting kicked and punched in the dick? Yeah. Do you remember how he won the title against Dean Ambrose? Kicked him in the nuts. I'm just saying.
0: That's a lot of dick play. He started it. Is what what I'm saying. What does that have to do with Daniel Bryan?
3: They're in a match.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) See, that's why he got. He occupies the fourth seat right
0: there, ladies and gentlemen. Bananas
3: and bananas and lemons.
0: I also want to say that Mysterio and (laughs) Mustafa Ali versus Samojo and Almas had a great tag team, 10-minute tag team match that had a bunch of great spots in it. Talk about
1: great tag team matches, like you mentioned on Homecoming. That match was fantastic. Uh, I loved it. I'm so happy that Mustafa Ali
0: is up on the main roster. I want to know what happened there.
3: Like, why? It seems
0: really strange that they're giving why him the push. All of a sudden,
3: are they, are they in love with him? Like, s- s-
0: I mean, here's our what? bone. Rightfully I, so. It, no, it, but. this is
2: our bone that here's your fresh start. Mustafa Ali. Okay.
0: Uh, d- Mustafa d- Ali came up before they did that, though. Yeah,
3: I'm sure it was in the works, though. Mustafa, I
0: mean, Mustafa Ali was okay. already up on the main roster before they said, we're going to have the fresh start.
3: Okay.
2: But this, his early little push. Yeah coincides with this Fresh Start initiative. I agree. Okay? All of a sudden now, he's in the ring with AJ Styles, with Top Daniel players. Bryan. He's getting queen pins on Daniel Bryan. Granted, he didn't have the uh, the fall this week, but he's in another prominent spot. I'm not sitting up here... Look, Mustafa Ali is an amazing talent. Don't get it twisted. I'm just saying... The, the plays are still the same, the players are different. We still started with a six-man tag on Raw again. What's that the 15th time in a row we've done that? Yeah, the but, names are just different. But we didn't it's, talk about it.
0: We've talked about New Japan, AEW, TNA, Ring of Honor, and WWE. We didn't talk about it on this podcast. We can let Raw suck. Like I said on Facebook the other day, getting mad at raw for suck raw for sucking is like getting mad at a dog for barking. Why are we spending all this
2: energy? Am I mad? I think we know when I'm mad.
0: No, you're usually calm. Uh, Yeah.
2: No, I would like to think I know when I'm throwing my usual J bell tantrum. Tantrum. This ain't it.
0: We gotta get out of here. Uh, One more thing. the Braun Strowman Brock Lesnar saying was oh, terrible what are they what is Braun Strowman doing is Who he just cares? out of practice no, nobody cares nobody cares
1: Brock's gonna win let's move to the Wrestlemania I don't give a fuck I should have put the belt on Braun a year and a half ago
0: this is banned from ringside
1: <laughs> oh sorry
0: I thought
1: you were dead that's really all no, I had
3: to say I,
2: I, I say ain't too much more after that
0: no no <laughs> Birthdays this week. Buff Bagwell's forty nine. Down the still alive? Buff Bagwell's still alive? Still yeah, alive. He's alive. Yeah, still alive. Lying. Jesus
2: Christ! Them. Do we have to do this every week? Okay, for the record, friends. this is not a game R. that R. we're P. playing of who's alive, who's dead. Yeah, we're some, just not somebody sure. Somebody got
0: me and Jay Bell on Twitter the other day for uh, they thought we were playing a game about who's alive or who's dead, but obviously are no, listening. That's not the case. So, <laughs> happy birthday, Grandmaster Sexy! I think I saw you on Instagram the other day. Uh, Tamina is Wait. what? No, R.I.P. He's, yeah, motherfucker. God, God damn, damn. <laughs> that was the joke. That was the joke. Oh, now it's a joke. <laughs> ah, shit. Sorry, Grandmaster Sex. A.R.I.P. Would have been forty-seven. Oh. Tamina's me, forty-one. Abdullah the Butcher. Abdullah the Butcher, <laughs> aka Abdullah the Hepatitis C, is oh. would have been oh, seventy-eight. God. Damn. Takahashi, uh is thirty-eight. Get well soon, Mason Ryan is well, thirty-seven. Thirty-eight, or is that? Takahashi's 38. Is
1: it Hiromu Hiromu, or is it? um, Are there two Takahashis? There are. Oh my God.
2: There's that second wheel. I don't wheel. think Caroma's we we 38. <laughs> <laughs> We're just coming down the stretch of good bumpy. Mason Ryan's 37. Zero.
0: Hacksaw Jim Duggan's 65. Oh. Matt Riddle is 33. <laughs> Kelly Kelly. Bro. I almost wanted to call myself tonight R. Kelly Kelly. Hello, uh, hello. She's 32. Shane is 49. <laughs> Shane McMahon's 49. Bullby Ken is 51. Hey, everybody. We know there's tons of podcasts to listen to, so I appreciate you guys taking your time out to listen to ours. <laughs> For <laughs> Shock City Studios check. for Soul Taco check. for uh, 83 Weeks with Eric Bischoff and Conrad Thompson, and Conrad Thompson. Uh, for JD Twigs for Evan b Eatery check, check. for check. Sam check. the Waller Mall it's for Murray the Murray Man Murray check. for Two Beer Zach Bowman check. for JCB check. I am Bill Bagan everybody boo the heels! Boo.